0: He is here. He is Pete the Vet. Hello to you. Pete Weatherburn. And uh, Pete has the clinic in Old Connor where he has uh, the veterinary hospital and he has sort of um, cats and dogs and separate places. And
1: uh, mm-hmm. You do indeed. Cows and sheep. No, I don't do cows and sheep. <laughs> I don't do cows and sheep. But we do, interestingly, often get wild animals being brought to us. Is what par- do I do with
0: this? There's an injured swan or there's an abandoned mm. hamster that escaped or something. Well,
1: like. look, at this time of year, the big thing that we're seeing is people finding baby birds and bringing them to the vet. And really the message today is that that's generally not a good thing to do um, because it nearly always ends up with a baby bird dying. Not because um, anybody has has, has, has aimed to, to, to not look after the animal, but the baby birds um, just are best generally with their family in the wild and if you catch them and bring them indoors and take them to the vet it nearly always doesn't work out well for them why so is that because it's so difficult for humans to replicate the care that um parent okay. and birds give so i mean it, it, but so what do you what I want to talk about today is when to intervene because obviously like if there's a baby bird lying on your lawn and there's a, a um A cat stalking it, about to jump on a baby bird, clearly you need to intervene for the sake of the bird. Clearly you do. On the other hand, if you just find a baby bird sitting at the end of your garden, um, looking chirpy enough, but just sitting there and not able to fly, what do you do about it? Uh, And you, you shouldn't just jump in and grab it. You should take other steps, and that's what I want to talk about today.
0: Okay, so typical situation, somebody goes out to the back garden and then they nearly walk on this thing, you know, this little bird Mm -hmm. that's there and the wings don't seem developed or all the feathers don't seem
1: developed. What do you actually do? Well, the first thing you do is you, you, you don't rush in, all right? Make sure if there are cats around, put the cats away and what you're meant to do is to observe carefully for quite a long time before deciding... Whether or not intervention is needed, um, and um, and as you observe, you basically um, the, the the two types that we're talking about is is basically um, uh, nestlings and fledglings. Now, all right, okay. Nestlings, nestlings don't have any feathers, or their feathers are just starting to grow, and normally they'd be in a nest, and their their parents would come to them every few hours, and often what's happened is they've fallen out of the nest. Um, and so, if you find a nestling, that's a little bird with no feathers, um, it probably does need help, but that doesn't mean taking into care. And they're usually found on the ground, directly below, below their nest... And often they've, they've fallen out of the nest or they may have be been pushed out by one of their siblings. Um, so if you find one on the ground that seems quite bright and alert and might be opening its mouth looking for food, what you should do very simply is place it back into its nest. And there's a myth that if you do that, the the, the, the little bird will be rejected by its parents because of the smell of humans. That's not true at all. Most birds have got a very poor sense of smell and they will not reject the little birds if you rescue them and put them back into the nest and similarly if you find the whole nest on the ground then what you should do is pick up, pick up the nest and put it back up into the nearest tree and it's, it's really very simple. Okay so that's what to do if you find a bird with without feathers on the ground. Now if on the other hand um, you know you, 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 you can't um, find a nest, then it's more complicated. What you could try to do is make a new nest. Um In other words, basically just get a plastic container like a margarine tub, line it with dry grass and hang it with a little bird in it from a nearby tree or in a, in a bush. And then what to do is to watch the nest from a distance, keeping out of sight. And so hopefully, um, the adult birds will sit, will come back. Now, if they don't come back after about three hours, then you do have to take the bird in and rescue it. But it's always important to take those steps first. Okay. Yeah. So that's nestlings, that's the ones without any feathers. Okay. The next ones are fledglings and they're the young birds with feathers that are learning to fly, they're just learning to be independent. And they they often look pretty helpless, but in actual fact, if you stood back, if if instead of rushing in and grabbing them, you stood back and watched, you'd find that their mother and father bird are actually close by, Um, so although the, the bird is hopping around on the ground. The, the, the mother and father are there keeping an eye on it teaching it to fly so that you don't need to intervene um, wh- what you should do instead is just basically just again keep an eye on it um, keep out of sight and look and just look and see if you can see the parent birds around and they often are uh, and the, the, the thing there is if 24 hours later like a, quite a long time later the bird is still on the ground in the same area well then yes rescue may be necessary um, but but I would first of all try scattering some bird food around the bird and watching from a distance. And often you will find that, that as I say, the adult birds are there and they'll come in and they'll help out. So th- the last thing I'd say that's what's really, really helpful to people is there's a website that's been set up called irishwildlifematters.ie. And, and, and at this website, it basically takes you in a flowchart, starting with a question, have you found an animal? And then it says, What sort of animal have you found? Is it a fox, badger, otter, deer, rabbit, hedgehog, squirrel, adult bird, baby bird, bat? And you click on whatever you found, and it takes you into the next stage, and it takes you through a sort of flowchart as to the actions to take if you find a wild animal that may need rescuing. And if if everybody did this, it would be far better for the wildlife. That, that seems to be in trouble because right. as a vet, you know, I get frustrated because people think they're doing the best when they bring these animals to us but often they're not doing the best they're, often okay. they're, they're accidentally leading to the animal's death because of intervening mm-hmm. in an inappropriate way so go to the website irishwildlifematters.ie read all about it and you'll then be much better informed when it comes to making the right decision for the, for the unfortunate birds What about visitors
0: to your garden and all that and would you be scared leaving out your cat to your dog
1: oh you mean like being attacked by a fox or something yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well I mean the, the foxes are really the only predator that you'd be concerned about and yes they, they do sometimes um, attack pets nearly always they're pets that would be very weak or you know small, uh, unable to care for themselves. And no human around. And no human around. So, you know, things like young kittens, elderly cats, small little puppies. So generally, if you have an animal that isn't able to fend for itself, you know, that, that looks vulnerable, well, it probably is vulnerable, and you shouldn't let it out in your garden by, by itself. Um, foxes tend to be around really dawn and dusk. They're not generally out and about in the middle of the day. So that's not... The, the most important times would be, t- um, you know, the hours when foxes are out and about that's when you should be careful about letting animals out what are foxes eating these days well they eat whatever they can get hold of they're omnivores they can't get
0: they can't get into wheelie bins or... no that's yeah. caused a
1: big problem in, yeah. in in the fox world because there's not enough food for them and it means that many people have a dilemma because they they feel sorry for the fox especially this fox cubs they feel sorry for them and so they um often leave out food for them and um and that can be good, it can also make things more complicated because then the they thrive and then they get bigger and stronger, but there 's no food for them, so you get into a situation where you have to give them more food, and suddenly you accidentally got a semi semi tame Foxes in your garden, and um, what do you do when you go away on holidays? So, yeah, it's a whole complicated area. that.
0: all right. Okay, Pete Weatherburn, our vet uh, from Old Connor at the Bray Vet, Old Connor in Bray, separate cats and uh, dogs area. (laughs) But uh, don't bring the little birdies in because (laughs) it's it's not that Pete doesn't want them, it's just that it doesn't do them
1: any good. It It does sometimes, but not in every case. Irish Wildlife Matters. IE, go and check it out.
0: Okay, and uh, Pete's website is Pete the. vet.com